podcast named after the only two things he knows. Dick jokes and dinosaurs with Adam Jacobson. He'll teach you what is a thagomizer. You wonder if you're even circumcised. Dick jokes and dinosaurs with Adam Jacobson. Dick jokes and dinosaurs. Are you ready to stop the motherfucking show? Hello everyone, welcome, welcome to an all new episode of Dick Jokes and Dinosaurs. Pleasure getting back to you all. Okay, so this is going to be a solo cast because it, there was supposed to be a scheduled episode. Unfortunately, there was an issue um, getting him on, onto the podcast and there was a complication with his whereabouts. He can't really perform another for a while and I wasn't able to line up another podcast right I guess right away and uh, yeah they were just busy and I couldn't really there was not the people I wanted to talk to they couldn't really come on uh, but we're gonna sort it out next week we we will have um, we will we'll have a guest it will resume the normal programming and yeah that's about it i think from going forward it the podcast does a lot better with another individual to bounce the facts off of hearing their stories had great episodes with a lot of my buds and that's so that's really what i wanted to do just talk to friends about dinosaurs and make friends along the way you know help make a little community about for people who like like the dirty stuff but they love the dinosaurs so yeah that's and i think we're we're growing that so that's terrific Alright, and uh, I said on my Instagram I would start answering some of your questions. Now, some of you, uh, a lot of them are just like, oh, how are you doing? And I'm doing pretty good. I was just a bit busy. Life got very hectic. I don't want to go too far into the details, but it's it's getting sorted. And that's, that's all you can ask for, really. Just, I don't know, it's, you get a migraine. Just just dealing with work or whatever, stress, family, what have you, and you immediately think it's COVID, and then you take a nap, it's gone. It's it's really it's a nightmare. But every time it's like, and then the hay fever. Thank God the sneezing isn't a COVID symptom, or I would, yeah, my nerves would be shot. It just I don't know. Every rain happens. It just just a drench of sneezes, and that's not good. But yeah. Everything's going pretty well on my end. I can't complain. Um, oh, uh, and then people also asked about Tanuki. Yeah, Tanuki is the most hilarious lizard I have ever seen. He has so much personality. Incredibly smart. Like, he's always just on the prowl for more food. Uh, and then that's for like two hours a day, and the rest of it, it's he's sleeping. He's a baby, so he's just growing and growing. Yeah, he's 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 an awesome little fellow. I have a okay. I haven't properly sexed him yet. I have the suspicion he's male, but I haven't done anything concrete. I haven't properly probed him. I don't really want to. It'll become more apparent once he's about three years old. But yeah, he's he's only a 
baby at this point. He's let's see, I think he's like four or five months old at this point. So yeah, he uh, he has some growing to do. Little baby. Yeah, he's just asleep. He ate a worm. Yeah, I got, I got him a night crawler. He loves those night crawlers. It's adorable watching him work it down. I should probably chop them up a bit better, but yeah. He just loves them. I'm trying to get him to eat turkey and get some vegetables in there. Hopefully he's eating it. Like, he ate, he ate a few bites of it, but then I think what happened is, uh, you know, we're just under the heat lamp all day, so it's the front part of it is cooked, which is disgusting. It's It's not normal turkey, by the way. It's like I put pumpkin, some lettuce, and some complimentary bugs in there just to get him excited and yeah it's gross like it's like the under underside part where it's attached to the bowl it's like this disgusting soggy cafeteria mess Ooh, that's yeah it's del it's delightful and he's he's calmed a lot down he's really good with the handling now he's he's puppy dog tame he's already and it only took it took like a month I'm doing uh, training with him. I'm getting him um, trained on the clicker. So uh, it's actually, I don't have an actual clicker. What I did, I got a, it's like, you know, it's like one of those shitty, uh, it's like a Snapple clone, like like those types of drinks. It's like, it's just sugared shit. I, it was just blue sugared shit. I get it. What I, I drank it and I just crashed immediately. It was it's 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 gross. I regret buying it. I wouldn't normally buy it if unless I didn't have that little clicky cap on top. So I got that and then I'm I'm just training him to uh training him to eat right now. Like uh he'll respond to the clicks. I just I did it a couple times with him. Um yeah, so he's. I'm just trying to get the click going when every time I tong feed him. So yeah, and also very important to do the tong feedings with reptiles because with the bigger ones you can lose a finger. And yeah, Tanuki is very sweet. I just don't want to lose a finger. So once he's older. All right. Uh, yeah, that's Tanuki. He's just a baby. He's just sleeping. Uh, oh, I took him to the vet. He's all good on the on the vet care. He's just. I thought he, uh, the vet thought he had parasites, but I, the test came back, and nope, negative. He is just a fat baby. It's not, those aren't worms, that's fat. Yeah. No, he's just a fat baby. He's so cute. He's just, uh, to get him trained, I, uh, used to me, I ha put, got put in a oh, shirt I just sweat and worked out in. Uh, just because it holds my scent, I put it in his cage, and now that's his favorite little hide. And it's so wholesome. He's he's adorable. He's just out cold. I should probably yeah, I should probably Yeah, he's he's okay. I just I just don't want him to be too cold. That's all. Aw. Little baby. Okay, yeah, he's doing okay. He just wants to get nestled under the covers. He's I swear to God, sometimes I just think he's dead. It, it's like, he just doesn't move. He gets to the zoomies super hard. It, like, uh, for a service, an online service I was doing, uh, I was trying to just do the thing, but then I, I just hear a noise. He, just, he was just trying to jump out of his cage. He was just so hyper. Um, yeah, and it's like, now he's just completely dead. He's just not moving.
So the mornings are like mornings are the only times I can really interact with him. So I just give him baths, and yeah, he's just a baby. Then I got back from work. I just I do try try to do fifteen minutes a day of handling, so so he gets used to. You always got to handle with them. They're very time intensive. Yeah, if you yeah, don't get this lizard if you want easy. Get a, get a bearded dragon. Those are easy as fuck. Yeah. Actually, no, don't. That's not true. Bearded dragons, they, uh. It, it's. Like, ever since they became. I'm not sure when this happened. I think like early 2000s. Ever since they became a mainstream lizard, like the most recognizable lizard, their quality of care as. <clears throat> excuse me. Has really taken a hit. And it's very unfortunate because a lot of people don't know about the UVB. A lot of people don't give them a variety of vegetables. And. Yeah, it's sad, but what can you do? That, that happens. I hope that doesn't happen with Tegos, but... Oh, probably won't for foreseeable future, especially with the uh, Florida and South Carolina ban. Actually, I saw a post from... Uh, uh, oh, Kevin McCleary. It's like... Uh, yeah, you know, you, can't, you ban a lizard in South Carolina, but you leave all this weapons for um, the Taliban. So... <laughs> In Afghanistan, it's like that's what the government's doing in that regard. It's there's a lot of issues with animal welfare and regulation. A lot of it is contradictory, but what can you do? Okay, and that also brings me to the next topic um, that was brought up. A lot of people asked me to go in depth about thoughts on Afghanistan, thoughts on COVID other geopolitical issues and that isn't what this podcast is about i specifically wanted a podcast for like uh just i don't know just like it's just that i could just enjoy so that where the subject matter is interesting to me and where it doesn't feel like a chore like there are so many pundits out there and it's exhausting like listen like Already there is very minimal respect for punditry, but I feel like it's gone to the point where, well, this has been a decades trend, but it's just every asshat with a phone is now an expert in every single socioeconomic and geopolitical issue, and it's exhausting. I just sit at, I do comedy at bars, everyone becomes an expert. Everyone, and in reality, they don't know the difference between using statistics and anecdotes. And you have to just sit there as people either just, I don't know, just pure emotion. Just It's just very emotional. It's very loaded language they use. They're very dismissive, very aggressive to differing opinions. There's no point to it at this point. And it's not what I envisioned this podcast to be. So unfortunately, um, okay, so art is political in a lot of respects, but regarding like COVID to um, like dinosaurs, there wasn't any questions like that. Like the connection between COVID dinosaurs, so specifically thoughts on X, like, like, I don't know, vaccine passports, something like that. And I just don't want that to be the direction the podcast goes in. I don't see a lot of value in just talking about the news. It, it would be a jarring tonal shift, and 
you know, on podcast episodes where I think I'm going to retire the cum barrel bit because every time I was like, oh, well, it's kind of like uh, from the family guy, oh, grinds your gears a bit. And it seems a lot of people sometimes guess will go into a political direction. I don't want it to go that way because it's already exhausting enough. It's fantastic when it's about the animals and because yeah, everyone wants that connection to nature. And we still, despite living in this shitty monoculture that is an urban jungle, we strive to be with nature again. And that's what I want to do in a funny uh, outlandish way, and that's what I—that's what I want the podcast to be going forward. So unfortunately, I won't be able to address uh, daily news if it isn't related in some way to animals, prehistoric or contemporary. Okay, but uh, one of the, there was a question that I—I uh, I just uh, a, a, I am very concerned about this next person who sent me this question. Um, they didn't do anything wrong. They were they are a victim of their circumstance. Uh, so this individual has family members that doesn't believe in uh, dinosaurs. That believes dinosaurs are not real. Now and and, and it's it's for, a lot of people in Vancouver are very fortunate. They don't have to deal with this. Um, and that's it's honest. It's a good thing because. And this is why I think the podcast, what I'm trying to do, is important. Because it, I'm not trying to be a purely educational podcast. I just want to be stupid with dinosaurs. That's my goal. Just have people be silly with the topics of dinosaurs. And maybe that'll inspire them to read more on their own time. But if you don't have that entry point for a lot of like the basic things, like the dinosaurs, then it leads to all manner of far more conspiratorial, emotional, um, severed, and just lines of thought that are so far severed from reality, you can't properly interact with the individual anymore. And that the, the, the idea that dinosaurs are not real, that um, dinosaurs are a plant by governments uh, to subvert uh, I, I don't even, I don't even know what, I, I really don't see that. This is another thing you have to always ask these conspiracy minded people. What is the point? Like, what is the point of, a, of a government burying bones resembling animals all over the world, calcifying, a mineral, having them covered in minerals and it, it doesn't add up. Like there's so many layers to why dinosaurs existed, it, it it would just it's impossible to stage all of those fossils and the process of fossilization itself. Like this is a, a thing a lot of people confuse. Dinosaur fossils aren't actual bones; they are just uh, mineral casts of bones and other structures of the dinosaur. So or or dead animal, and also like you know not all. Sometimes, you know, we'll get trace fossils, like footprints as well. Like, the amount of pressure that is required to have the minerals encase uh, the bones and have that happen, it, 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 it takes millions of years, all right? What government has the resources to do that 
throughout the entire world, you cross borders across uh, time periods. It's impo- It's ridiculous. There's no gain to be had from such a ridiculous conspiracy theory. And also, here's another thing: uh, dinosaurs are real because they're still around us. Birds are dinosaurs. So he is this individual, is, or your parents, unfortunately, they are denying that birds exist because birds are dinosaurs. Their skulls, their bone structure, it's clearly a dinosaur. It's, and it's, it's unfortunate that, and there's no winning these debates. That's the sad thing. You can't, at a certain point, you, it, it takes three hours. For the average person, it would take like, for something like, with my, I, I have a hobbyist expertise of dinosaurs. I never studied them, but I, I feel like I have more understanding than about 98% of the population. With dinosaurs, it's like, well, with that specific conspiracy theory regarding dinosaurs, you can't wait. It would take three hours for me to just break down everything because it takes forever to, um, it's very easy to say one lie, but then it it takes an eternity. It it takes years of deprogramming. Even if you look at people who just come out of cults, it takes years of deprogramming. Um, disabusing people of their views to get them back into seeing the world how it actually is. It's, yeah, it's, and it's also just an, it's an ego thing as well because likely um, the individual is some form of uh, Christian. That really is the basis for a lot of, um, yeah, so very conservative Abrahamic religion. That That is most of the basis as to why this individual probably thinks that us he wouldn't have this opinion if he was uh, I don't know if he didn't have this ardent religious belief and even most the vast overwhelming majority of Christians accept dinosaurs as being real this is a very fringe sad reality that you the viewer found yourself in and uh, yeah it's it's like, the normal tactic, and I use this for a long time for dealing with stupidity, because, believe it or not, I've had, there, well, this is what happens. I had a family member who was, who reached that level of insanity, where they didn't think, where you couldn't, like, it's, it's, it's like, like, they think, it starts with, okay, I don't think dinosaurs are real, but then it gets far more extreme, and there's more extreme conspiracy theories, and just, that come along with that package and it becomes impossible to really interact with them and at a certain point what what can you really do it's if they are so divorced from reality they'll they'll suck you in it's it's unwinnable it's unwinnable it's um i i feel really bad for you it sounds funny to it sounds funny to me but yeah when dealing with it it sucks like you can laugh at uh, laugh at them behind their back, but actually having to be in public with them and acknowledging some form of familial bond is embarrassing. Um, yeah, I it's yeah I am very sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're yeah I feel like I'm just 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I That's why people keep asking me, Adam, you know, no one cares about dinosaurs. Well, you know, people being apathetic towards the beauty of nature, they get disconnected from that. It leads to um, ideologues trying to create a, a false sense of reality. And it's, you know, it's so important. Just, you know, give a shit about the world around you. Like, actively embrace it. Not in a Gaia world sense where the Earth is a living being, not necessarily. But acknowledge your impact on it. Acknowledge you are still a part of an ecosystem. This, what, all this concrete and shit, it's not, it, it's, it, it's gonna fade in a geological sense very rapidly. Like, most of these all the buildings you see, they can't last without human intervention. They'll get worn down by the sun, by rain, by the winds. They'll all be gone. It might take a while uh, for our eyes, maybe a few thousand years, but then they're gone. Plastic will still be around, but it'll be so uh, dissolved. It'll just break down. It'll just be little tiny bits, and those will last for a million years, and then what? Then it's gone. And all we'll be left with is the fact that we're bones. And then, once, I don't know, like some fucking raccoon evolves. It could be rac. You know what? I'm wondering, what would be the next thing after uh, sapient animal? Not sentient. Sentient, all vast majority of animals are sentient. But sapient, like human-like, in that they can... I really want it to be raccoons. I think that would be adorable. Little rocket raccoon. It could be a lot of things. There's a lot of contenders for that spot. Variety of birds are incredibly intelligent. Could be little little tegus, but if they weren't sleeping all day, but he's just sleeping. Yeah. Wonder if uh, there'll be some ideologues among them who will de deny the existence of uh, our bones and say that we're the result of a government psyop. Yeah. Alright, uh, yeah, that, I think, I think that encapsulates, oh my goodness, I think that neatly wraps up what I wanted to say, um, yeah, and I, yeah, I hope you all, uh, I hope you all have a great one, okay, alright, take care, have a, pop a bless, I love you all, cheers.